Hey guys, welcome back to It's All Love Podcast. This is your host, Bria Lee. And if this is your first time tuning in, thank you so very much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I pray that wherever you are, that it touches you and it moves you and it grows you to just become a better you. This is just a space I like to come to not only uplift myself, but to send love and encouragement to you wherever you are um, and to let you know that you're not alone and that I am here and we are in this together. So before I forget again, (laughs) please don't forget to comment, rate, share, and subscribe the show. Share with your aunties and uncles and your Uncle Leroy's, and all of them. I will really, really, truly appreciate that, and I thank you in advance. I am so excited for today's show. I feel well-rested. I feel really good, and I don't know. Well, I think I feel really confident with this episode because I feel like it's something I, I'm i going through right now, and I can test, and I have went through um, the emotions, and I don't know who this is for, but I just want to encourage you to continue to keep going. So I got to get away um, over uh, maybe a week and a half, almost two weeks ago. I went to Atlanta. I love Atlanta. Just the vibe out there. It's just such an amazing vibe. And, you know, it's just a good, a nice little getaway. You're definitely going to have a good time. If you've never been to Atlanta, you're definitely going to have a great time, even if you don't do nothing. Like nothing at all. You're going to have a great time. But I had a little mommy vacay with just myself, period. And I went out there. Oh my goodness, I really relaxed. I caught up with my friend, um, with a few friends. And um, I had a spa day out there. It was beautiful. I tried, um, what did I get done? Oh, I had a hip bath, which is basically like a like a vagina steam. <laughs> it was something new, something different. It was very nice. Um, <sighs> it was beautiful. It was a great relaxing evening. I, um, I, f- I fell asleep in the red clay sauna. I was so relaxed. I'm telling you, I was so, so, so very relaxed. And it's so crazy because I've, after nursing school, I would love, I have a dream or a vision that I'm going to move to Houston. But it's like, every time I go to Atlanta, I just feel like I'm moving to Atlanta. So (laughs) I don't know where God's going to place Amaris and I, but I definitely know that wherever city I'm going to be at, I'm just excited to grow as a woman, grow as a mother, you know, put my trust and faith into God that he will always provide no matter what city I end up in. Um, And to grow in my career, you know, I'm excited to see and do different things. So speaking of my career, um, if you don't know, I am working towards getting my RN degree. And after I'm done with my RN degree, I wanted to go, if you don't know this, I wanted to move to Houston. So my mom is originally from Corpus Christi, born and raised, um, Texas, and her family resides there still. So I have family all over Texas and Houston has always been like, I just, even as a kid, every time I went there, every summer I visit with my um, great aunt, I just always felt like it was a good time. Like, you know, it's such a big city. It's a lot of black folks out there. That's what I really like about the baby. (laughs) It's a lot of black people out there, just, just like Atlanta. And, um, 
so yeah, speaking, I that's just something I've wanted to do. Houston has the largest medical field in the entire world, and it's I just feel like I could definitely prosper there, and I can definitely learn some new things and move differently in the nursing career that I am getting. And speaking of Houston, if you don't know, you know, let's all touch and agree and send our love, prayers, and light to the people that are in Houston that have suffered from the winter storm disaster over the past, I believe, week or two. Um, I am so very sorry for what you're going through. Um, if you have not listened to the news reports or, you know, seen anything, if you don't know, they had a winter storm that, um, from the reports I read, um, it killed 58 people. Um, you know, a lot of people lost their food, their shelter, the shelter, the, they've be, been victims of carbon monoxide poisoning, car crashes, drownings, house fires, hypothermia, like just, I just, I can't imagine. Honestly, I really can't imagine. My love and light goes to all my family and friends. I love you guys so very much. Um, and I'm I'm definitely thinking of you guys every single day and just praying that God moves in that city, God moves in your mind, God moves in your heart, God moves in your in your wherever you are right now. And you know, sometimes I feel like, you know, um, we don't know how truly blessed we are until something like this happens. And I just want you to know that we are thinking of you, we love you, and I just pray that God really moves in that city. So speaking of going through different seasons and all that stuff, I want to give um, a background on today's title, Deserve Seasons. It's so crazy to me how things are coming back full circle for me. Um, so back in 2010, I was in my dorm room and I got this little epiphany <laughs> that I was going to write a book. And it's so crazy because I got the vision that I'm going to write a book at 18 years old. And I'm like, whatever, bro. Like, okay, I'll write a book. <laughs> okay, cool. And then, like, literally weeks later, I think I came home. Yeah, I came home, like, two or three weeks later after that vision. I came home. My mom and I went to Eastland Buffet. If you're in the Columbus, Ohio area, you know, rest in peace to Eastland Buffet. That was our spot, okay? But I went to Eastland Buffet, and obviously I got the fortune cookie at the end. I kid you not on the Holy Bible, bro. It said, the book will be a blessing to all. Bruh, that was my fortune cookie. I actually, 10 years later, I believe I still have it. Like, it's, I actually, I do still have it. And it's really, the book was called Deserve Seasons. I used to tell myself in my dorm room going, you know, just being 18 years old, just going through all different types of emotions of being 18, thinking I'm really grown when I'm not grown because <laughs> I don't live with my mama and daddy. <laughs> but, you know, just going through all the seasons of life as an 18-year-old Black woman, not really know, like knowing how to navigate, like, who am I, you know? And I just knew that the book was going to be about someone. I'm not going to give away the book just in case God brings it back to me to continue to keep writing it. Um, but it was going to be about people going through different seasons of their life. I didn't know how I was going to all how I was going to put it all together. But I remember vividly reading uh, the chapters one and two to my uh, college roommate, Salima. Shout out to Salima. 
Um, I believe Jean was there, Sasha, Brooke, and Phil. Um, shout out to them. That's my still my family. Shout out to them. And I remember reading. <laughs> it was I was a. I mean, I'm still a clown, but I was really a clown back then. I remember reading chapters one and two to them, and they were telling me like it was a good book. It's a good book. And then I don't know what I I I just left it alone. <laughs> I don't know what happened to it. But moving forward to 2021 age 28 I now see that every season we go through in life is well deserved for us to become a better woman or a better man and so I have two scriptures I want to read into the atmosphere actually yeah I want to tell you this first because this is how okay so I'm gonna tell you this I'm sorry so a few weeks ago, I don't know the dates. I will have to look through my spiritual journal, but I was just reading and I came across Romans 5. And it was talking about, you know, God does things and, you know, to build our character. And he He does this step-by-step transformation for us to become a better us, you know, for us to grow. And so, you know, it really settled with me because I'm like, man, everything I've been going through is really to make me better. Like, I believe that it's really to make me better. It's not to hurt me. God's not punishing me. He doesn't hate me. It's really just because he loves me so very much and he wants me to be the best me I can be. And I say all that to say, I did not remember the scripture that I read about step-by-step transformation, y'all. Like, I did not remember it. I just remember literally every bad day that I had moving forward from the day I read that. I was literally telling myself step-by-step transformation, step-by-step. It's working out for your good. Step-by-step, don't trip, bruh. Don't trip. It's working out. And moving forward... If you don't know, I don't I wasn't going to share this, but I feel like it's it's going to touch someone. So I was done. I had to retake a lot of prereqs because, you know, I dropped out of school a few times over the past 10, 11 years that I've been out of high school. I've dropped out of school. And so, like, you know, science changes. My major is nursing. Science changes every three to five years. So, you know, they're telling me I have to retake all these classes and whoop the whoop. And I'm just so discouraged for real, bro. Like, to keep it a buck, I'm discouraged because I'm like, man, like, I am, at the time, I believe, I went back to school at age 26. And, you know, my daughter, um, she was two, and I, it was just, I just knew I needed, I've always wanted to be a nurse, but it really didn't, like, it didn't hit me, and I didn't take it serious until I had a marriage. I'm just like, look, like, I, 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 the lifestyle I envisioned to the mother I envision that I can be and take how I want to take care of her. I need to, I need to get the degree and, you know, not just that, but I also, God has called me to this field to trust me. I literally have tried to get out of it <laughs> and he'd be like, ah, ah, girl, come back. So I do believe that this is a calling on my life um, to be a nurse, to keep it a buck with you. But I say all that to say, So I was at Columbus State um, in Columbus, Ohio, and I took all the prereqs, passed them, everything. And I went to take the nursing nursing entrance exam. And, you know, 
I, I honestly, I'm not even, this is me being, I'm, I'm a very humble woman. Like I was like, okay, like I studied here and there, but it wasn't a lot how I needed to study to keep it, you know, tr- to be transparent. It wasn't a lot. So I went, I felt confident that I was about to pass this. It took me four hours to take, to complete the test. And I missed it by eight points. I missed it by eight points. So I was so hard on myself and I don't, I am naturally hard on myself, period. But I don't remember who I was actually speaking with. I really want to say it was either Autumn, shout out to little sis, or it was Evangelist Karen from my church, who is also a nurse. And they were like, Bria, you took it without studying. You missed it by eight points. You're about to kill it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. You're right. All right, cool. Bet. I'm going to study. I'm going to study. So I went back. You can't, you have to take it 30 days after I went back, <clears throat> studied. And okay, we're being transparent. My Bible is open. <laughs> I studied more than I did the first time, but it wasn't my best. But I felt confident, had no doubt. God got me. He called me to this. I'm going to get it. Missed it by seven points, bro. Again, Columbus State told me to change my major. Like, what? change my major. There's nothing else I'm interested in. There's nothing, literally, I can't picture my life doing nothing else. Nothing. So long story short, I end up transferring to another school and um, I just took the entrance exam February 1st. This is for somebody that is, that is thinking about giving up. This is for somebody who is thinking about not going back to school because of a class or a certain, let me tell you this, I took the test, a different test, but it's a nursing entrance exam at the new school I'm at. And again, because I want to be transparent, I want to be open, I want to be honest, because I know that this is going to, I know this is for you, whoever this is, I know this is for you. I, what, I'm so overwhelmed with everything. Still still have classes, still have a marriage, virtual school, studying. I still work full time. I, again, didn't study as much as I needed to study. Confidently took the test February 1st. It took me three and a half hours to complete. I missed it by 9.3 points. <laughs> like, God, are you serious? Like, come on. Now I got to pay again to take the test for the fourth time because I, I know that this is who you called me to be. This ain't nothing but the devil. This is all the stuff I'm telling myself, like, okay, maybe God doesn't want me to be a nurse. Like, you know, because when things don't, when we're disappointed in things, we, we tend to beat ourselves up and we tend to say things to ourselves that we know is not true. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm literally so sad, guys. Like, I'm so sad that I did not pass this test. This is literally the only, the literally, I passed the test. I have eight classes left. I'm an RN. And so I'm like, man, like, what is it? What is it that you need me to do? What is it that you need me to be? I literally was so emotional the, the week of February 1st. I had headaches every single day. And I'm not really, you know, not going <laughs> Knock on wood, I really don't get sick a lot. Like, you know, I don't have headaches unless, you know, I'm, I don't know, unless I'm dehydrated or something. I had really, really painful headaches all week, all week. 
literally crying on and off. And so, mind you, remember the scripture I read, step-by-step transformation, it's nowhere in my mind at this time. Like, nowhere. I'm literally feeling so defeated. But I know that this is who God called me to be. I'm getting emotional. Because it's something I'm going through now. This is why I think this is probably my favorite episode to record because I I can be transparent. I can be open. I can be honest with my feelings and my emotions on how I feel now. And so, you know, I'm emotional, (laughs) you know, and I'm really not an emotional person. I'm more so dramatic a little bit, a little bit of funny, but like I'm crying like every day, like, bro, waking up crying. Like, do you not want this from me? Like, give me a sign. What do you need from me? What is it? This, this, this. The next day I call my grandpa, who is my favorite person in this entire world, him and my dad, honestly, and my brothers, but grandpa literally you he can get whatever he wants from me for real like because he just he really takes the time my grandfather really takes the time to really listen I don't know where I would be without my grandfather's guidance his he is literally the reason why I take constructive criticism so well and it's because he's always giving me constructive criticism uh, constructive criticism even when it hurts so I'm crying, boo crying again the next day, you know, I'm feeling, I'm not feeling like myself because I'm like, man, like God, do you not want me to be a nurse? I didn't, I didn't pay a hundred dollars three times to to take this test and I'm missing it by literally nothing. Like what, do you not want me to be a nurse? I'm saying all this stuff because you know, at the end of the day, we need to take everything to God, our emotions. You don't have to be like beating around a bush with him. You take everything. I take all my feelings to him. Like, do you not want me to be a nurse, bruh? What's up? (laughs) Why do I keep failing? Like, why do I keep missing the mark? I'm going to be behind. Like, I have have plans. I have dreams. I'm going to be a nurse next year in a year. They gave me my graduation date. What do you mean? Why am I failing? Call grandpa. I'm trying to calm myself down because grandpa has FaceTime now. So he likes to, he has an iPhone so he can FaceTime now. So, you know, I'm crying, boohoo, ugly crying on the phone with my grandfather, man. Like, and I told him, like, I, I said, grandpa, I said, I really just feel so defeated. Like, I don't know what it is. And he's like, he's like, Bria, you know, you really have a lot on your plate. And I said, he said, you know, you're, you work full time, you're in school, you have a marriage and all of her stuff. You know, you're trying to keep a social life. You're trying to be the best woman you are. He said, and I was just like, but why do I feel so behind? Like, I feel like I'm behind in life. He said, Bria, you're only behind in in your own mind. And it was just like, wow, grandpa (laughs) like wow you are so right you are so right I'm only behind in my own mind because I'm right where God wants me but in my mind in my vision in my will I'm not where I'm supposed to be but it's not about me and that's something that I I struggle with because I need to get rid of my timeline you know, my grandpa's telling me, like, let's listen to this, guys. Mind you, I told you the scripture I read, step-by-step transformation, did not remember. It wasn't in my mind. 
I did not remember. My grandpa told me, your Bible around? I'm like, yeah, like crying. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> crying. He's like, go to Romans 5, please. And that's how my grandpa talks. Bro, I go to Romans 5, bro. It's the step-by-step transformation scripture. And that is what I want to bring to you right now. Today's scriptures, I just want to bring to you Ecclesiastes 3, 1 through 11, and then Romans 5, 2 through 5. And I want to read those with you real quick. Um, So... The Romans, I'm, you know, I'm still talking to grandpa, you know, I'm like, okay, he's like, I challenge you to read Romans 5 and, you know, let's read together. And then he basically, at the end, we talked for almost two hours. Um, He told me, he challenged me to read and study the book of Romans. So I am studying the book of Romans right now. And it's definitely been a blessing to me. And I really pray and hope that this really encourages you because I'm like, man, like, I really feel like I'm behind in life. Like, I really wish I would have took school more serious. Like, God, do you not want me to be a nurse? Like, why do I keep going through these things? Like, really being like, woe is me when I know that God is a provider. I know that God, that everything that I envision my life, it's already done. It's already done. He already wrote it. Everything that you want to be, He already wrote it, but we got to go and it's already done and it's already happening, but we have to go through the process. And that's, that's what I'm, the, we have to go through the deserved seasons, the process, the pruning season to get to the woman or the man that God called us to be. So I want to read Romans five real quick and I'm going to start at verse two, um, So verse two, Romans five, verse two, and I'm reading out of my study Bible. This one is um, the ESV version, English standard version, and it reads, through him, we have also obtained access by faith and to this grace in which we stand and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only that, but we rejoice in our sufferings. I'm going to reread this again because it's for me. (laughs) Rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. And it's so crazy because it's like, The people of God rejoice not only in the future glory, but in present trials and sufferings. Not because trials are pleasant, not because God hates us, not because he want to harm us, but because they produce a step-by-step transformation that make believers more like Christ. Man, I just... God is just so good, guys, like literally. He is so good. He is so graceful that he takes us step by step. He takes us through it. Everything you're going through is preparing you for what you ask God for. It may not seem like it because sometimes, you know, We can only see God doing three things. And in reality, he's doing 10,000 things. 
And it may not seem like he's working in our behalf, but he is. And you may not see it now, but when you get to the other side, when I pass that test, when you pass which the season that you're going through, it's all going to make sense. And you're going to be okay with everything you went through because it's building you up. That's what it tells us. It said, let me go back. Let me go back. It says, knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character, guys, and character produces hope. God is making us better. These sufferings, these these bad seasons that we're going through, it's because he loves us so much. He believes in us so much. You do not lack anything. I do not lack anything. We must transition into who God has called us to be. And I don't even mean to be, I mean, I low-key feel like I'm preaching right now, but I'm preaching to myself because I really went through such a hard seven days, the beginning of this month. And it's like, mind you, again, I didn't even know where the step-by-step transformation scripture was. I didn't remember where it was in the book. I just remember reading it and I just kept telling myself, it's going to work out, it's going to work out you know, and it's going to work out. It's going to work out for you. The season that you're going through, baby, it's it's going to work out. It's going to be, and once you cross over to that other side and you look back, you can't do nothing but thank God for bringing you how he brought you. And it's, you know, I had to tell myself because, you know, we get so, we get so, the devil did this. The devil did that. Like, no, I'm learning. I'm learning this. So I want to help you learn and understand this as well. And you can help someone else learn and understand this as well, that God will intervene. Everything is not thrown. Every wrench that comes into our life is not thrown from the devil. God will intervene when he needs our attention. My dad always told my brothers and I that God has a way to slow you down. Literally, my dad literally, and he still says that I'm 28 years old. God has a way to slow you down. And, you know, this is just one part of my life that I'm using this for. But there's so many other aspects of my life that I need to remember this for. That when I'm going through things, it's not to harm me. I know the woman I'm going to be a year from now, five years from now, I'm going to look back at this moment. I'm going to look back and remember February 1st when I, how I felt and how discouraged I felt and see how far God has brought me. You have to remember how far God is going to bring, like you have to look at the end goal, period. (laughs) You have to remember who our God is. He's doing this to build us up. He's not doing this to harm us. God is shifting some things for me and you. It's not always the devil. He got to intervene because he needs to shift us. He needs to shift us. He needs our attention. He needs us. Like what is Proverbs 25 tells us that it is the goodness of God to, to conceal a good thing. It's okay. If this is your hidden season, it's okay. You're right where you need to be. If this is your season of trials, it's okay. You're right where you need to be. Ask God what you need to learn to get through it. 
ask God to help you be content with the lesson that he needs you to learn. We be so ready. We I, we live in the, what do they call us? I think they call us the microwave generation <laughs> or something like that, where we just want it right now. No. Like, you know, I want to, you know, the people that be like, it's grind, it's grind, it's time to grind, it's time to grind. No. Sometimes it's time, it's time to sit down. Sometimes it's time to chill, bruh. Sometimes it's time to be in a season of, of isolation because God needs to grow you here. And that's, that brings me to Ecclesiastes 3. And there's a time for everything. You know, I feel like life is made up of so many different seasons. And I'm not just talking about winter and spring and fall and summer. It's, it's different seasons of life. For different trials, different tribulations, for emotions, and honestly, for different responsibilities. Like, what do they say? Um, New levels, new devils. Like, basically, the higher you go in life, you're going to have different opposition. But you got to remember that step-by-step transformation. You got to remember that season that you're in right now. That deserved season that you are in right now is to make you better. To make you worthy of the life that God has already written for you. Everything we are going through, like I said, is preparing us for what we have asked God for. You don't lack nothing, sis. You don't lack nothing, my brother. <laughs> you are right where you need to be. And don't let the you know social media or your family or your own mind, because my mind, grandpa got me together, okay? You're only behind in your own mind. You got to look at things, we, because I'm, I'm talking to myself as well, we have to look at things from a spiritual rim. When we start to see and view things how God views things, when we, when, when we take ourselves out of the situation, take ourselves out of, the, out of what we're going through and ask God, what do you need from me in this season? Like, you know, for me, I feel like God has been, you know, to be completely honest, I feel like God has called me to the word balance keeps showing up in my head. And I'm like, okay. And I was listening to a scripture. I mean, not a scripture. I'm sorry. I was listening to um a podcast. Um, I don't know how to pronounce his name. <laughs> I believe it's Pastor Torre, Sarah Jake's husband. And he said... And this is, listen, he said that sometimes God hides things from us because he wants us to seek them. And I'm like, wow, I have been asking God for balance. Whatever you've been asking God for, he has it. We got to go to it. And if you're like me, where I just be like, God, give me the blessing right now, period. (laughs) Drop it in my lap. (laughs) Drop it in my lap. I'll do the work, but drop it in my lap first. Like. No, we have to do the work, family. Like, we really have to seek God and everything. I just, I feel like that's for me because I've heard, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a preacher's kid. Like, my grandfather's a pastor. You know, I grew up in church my entire life, and I feel like I've always heard, seek God first. Seek God first. But it really just resonated with me right now, like in the season I'm in now. The things I want, I ask God for discipline. Seek him first. Read your word. Pray. I'm 
pray constantly. Pray without ceasing. That's what his word tells us. Pray about it. Discipline, balance, peace, forgiveness, love, whatever it is that you're asking for, seek God in that shift. He's shifting things for us, y'all. Like he really is. And he needs, this is a pruning season. We got to go through the pruning season in order to be that woman, that man that God has called us to be. I'll be here all night with y'all. So let me just keep it pushing (laughs) because this is, I'm so thankful for this word. Like, and I really, Ecclesiastics 3. And so we're going to read Ecclesiastics uh, chapter 3, verse 2 and 8. And then I want to hit 11, verse 11. I want to hit verse 14. And I want to hit verse 17. So I'm just telling you guys that. Um, so there's a time for everything. Ecclesiastics 3, starting in verse 2. There's a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is being planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. That's what I was telling y'all earlier. You know, I'm sorry, I'm going to put a pause on that. That's what I was trying to tell y'all earlier. It says there's a time to embrace and a time to refrain from from embracing. It's okay to rest, baby. (laughs) And I honestly, honest to God, I really feel like God has called me to a season of rest. It's okay to rest. Like, yeah, it's okay. You know, get your hustle on, but also remember, take time to rest. Okay, verse six. It's a time to seek and a time to lose. (sighs) Okay, maybe that's just for me. Let me reread. It's a time to seek. And it's a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to cast away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate. I don't hate nobody, though. (laughs) Let's just make that clear. okay? and a time for war and a time for peace. There's a time for everything. Everything. Okay, so verse 14, or I'm sorry, verse 11 says, he has made everything beautiful in its own time. Verse 14, I perceive that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. And then if you skip down to verse 17, there's a time for every matter and for every work. The season you're in, it's that time. You got to go through the pruning season. You got to you gotta go through the time to embrace and the time to refrain from embracing. You got to go through each season. He wants us to have these moments where we are hidden sometimes. I really do feel that. You know, sometimes God hides things to birth the greatness in us. He hides us for a time of preparation and a time of equipping. And I don't know who this is for, but you are being equipped. Everything that you are asking God for is preparing you. I know that this sucks right now. I know it feels discouraging right now. I know it hurts. I know it seems like 
You're not ahead, but you are right where you need to be. So after we get out of the hiding place or after we get out of that season, that pruning place, we can handle all the amazing things he desires to bless us with. It starts with the process. It starts with the season, the deserved season. You're worthy of it. Everything you're going through, and I hope you take this the right way, you are worthy of it because God is calling you higher. It's time to elevate. So how do we get, how do we elevate? We got to grow. We got to grow through it. You know, we got to work on consistency. If that's something you need to work on, let's work on it. Work on discipline so you can lay the foundation. This season is helping you lay the foundation for the next level God has for you. Yeah, I failed that test three times. I'm at a $300, bruh. <laughs> But I know that the next level God has waiting on me, I know it's for my good. I know I'm going to look back and feel extremely blessed that I'm, I'm, I'm over on that side. You know, I just feel like we just have to allow space. We need to make room for what God is doing for us next. We need to allow for God to enlarge us. We need to seek God on how to maximize our time in this process. So it's not a woe is me type process. Nope. It's a, okay, God, you did this to me or you gave me this lesson. You intervened. You're giving me this season of pruning. What do I need to learn from it? What do you need of me from this season? I'm hurting. I'm hurting so much. I feel discouraged. I feel like you're not listening to me. What do you need from me? And y'all all know pressure. We already talked about that the last episode. Apply pressure. You know pressure makes diamonds, baby. It's time. We have to posture ourselves. We have to get to that. We have to go through these seasons to get to where God wants us to be. And I just want to take the time. There's no, the space of love today is I just want to take the time to just quickly pray with you and uplift you and encourage you. So Heavenly Father, I come to you right now that everyone under the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus, I ask you to touch them wherever they are, Lord Jesus. Lord, I thank you for giving this message, Lord Jesus, that it touches your sons and daughters to continue to keep going. To I ask you to pour into them, Lord Jesus, and bring out their gifts and their talents, Lord Jesus, that you have equipped them with already, Lord Jesus. Lord, I ask you to increase their faith. I ask you to really show signs and wonders, Lord Jesus, in their lives and really move in their lives, Lord Jesus. You know, there's people out here that is depressed of these seasons that they're going through, and I know that you are bigger than any type of depression. There are people that are just feel like that they're lacking which we lack nothing in you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to touch them right where they are, Holy Spirit. I ask you to be with them, Lord Jesus. I ask you to guide them anything that they need in this season, Lord Jesus, this deserved season that you have blessed us with to, to, to build us up, to build endurance, to build character. That's what your word tells us. Lord, I ask you to equip them with everything they need, Lord Jesus, to navigate in this season. Lord, comfort them, increase them, grow them. Lord, we thank you already for what you have written out for us. We thank you for these seasons that hurt right now because we know that when we make it to the other side, we know 
that this is all for your glory. Lord, I thank you and I love you and we love you. And I just thank you for for just loving us the way you love us. I just thank you for really giving us these seasons because you love us so much. Lord, and I ask everyone that is under the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus, that you just send your love to them, that you just comfort them and let them know that they are right where they need to be. I ask you that they can fully give you their heart to position it to you, that you they we are able to give you our emotions, that it's less of us, more of you, less of us, more of you. Take away our timelines, Lord Jesus, and what we feel like we need to be this, this, and this at this time, Lord Jesus, and step in, Lord Jesus, and let us know that we are right where we need to be. Lord, I thank you for everyone listening. I thank you for touching their lives. I thank you for blessing them. I thank you for continuing to protect them and their families, Lord Jesus. I thank you for what you're going to do on the other side already in advance. I thank you for the seasons that you have given us because you love us so much. I thank you for the seasons that you have given us to grow us, to elevate us. Lord, I ask you to let us to continue to encourage us and let us know that you are working everything out for our good, Lord Jesus. I declare and decree victory over our lives. I declare and decree that we will succeed. We're already successful with you, but I pray that your sons and your daughters know that they will succeed. Give them the courage to continue to keep going, Lord. I take away any suicidal thoughts that the that anyone is feeling right now, Lord Jesus, and feeling like they're not enough. Lord, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus, Lord. You are way bigger than suicide. You are way bigger than mental health. You are way bigger than any type of loss, Lord Jesus. And I know that you're going to bring us all out on top. Lord, I thank you for what you continue to do in our lives. I thank you for just being the father, the protector, and just my best friend, our best friend, Lord Jesus. Position our hearts, open our hearts to come to you, to give our emotions to you, to give our frustrations to you. I thank you for everyone that is under the sound of my voice, Lord Jesus, and continue to just comfort them during this deserved season. We love you, and we love you, and we love you in Jesus' name. Amen. It's all love, guys. Love you guys so much. Until next time. Mwah.